In today's episode, we're talking all about making AI authentic to your brand. And I'm so excited to nerd out and introduce you to my dear friend, Kenzie from Feel Good Social. This is the Authentic Brand Builders Podcast with Michelle Knight. Welcome back, Authentic Brand Builder. We are talking all about artificial intelligence today, specifically ChatGPT. Now, I have talked a bit about my relationship with AI, how I feel about AI, and ultimately how AI, you know, correlates with building an authentic brand. And I am in no way an expert in artificial intelligence, surprise, surprise. But I happen to know somebody who has spent the last year really studying and honing in on how to make AI work for you. And I'm so excited to introduce you to Kenzie. Now, Kenzie is from Feel Good Social, and Feel Good Social has the Feel Good Social podcast. And she also recently, as in last year, launched the Authentic AI podcast as well. Now, Kenzie and I go way back. I started working with Kenzie back in 2019 when she went through my program Roadmap to Freedom. And we continued to work together for many, many years. I absolutely love how she prioritizes authenticity online. And so I couldn't think of anyone better to come and share this information with you than her. Not only that, but she is part of the Brand Mary community. She is an authentic brand builder, and she truly understands the same things that you are going through as you're trying to figure out how to use AI in your branding, in your marketing, in your content creation, and all the things while still staying true to you. So not only am I excited for us to dive into today's interview, which is the first interview of 2024 and the first interview here on the new Authentic Brand Builders podcast, we are going to dive into all things brand persona, how to use ChatGPT specifically to get the results that you want. We have a nice nerdy conversation about how we're each using it and loving it. And we are also going to share with you an awesome resource. If you are wanting to take the next step in using the tools and the strategies that Kenzie presents on today's podcast episode, I'm so excited to share with you her awesome resource, which is a brand persona for AI. And you are getting the hookup here as being a member of Brand Mary, and you can go to brandmary.com dot com slash AI. That's brandmary.com slash AI to go ahead and get all the goods and get that instant download and get started in making AI work for you. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode, this awesome interview with my good friend, Kenzie. Kenzie, I am so excited to have you on the Authentic Brand Builders podcast. You're the first official interview under the new branding. So welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I can't wait to geek out about 
all things storytelling, but also AI with you. <laughs> yeah, we were talking at the beginning, and I, I recorded, obviously, a whole intro sharing that, you know, you're a former client of mine, and we've worked together for years, but I wanted to have someone on the podcast to talk about AI, but to talk about it in a way, like we were saying, that wasn't robotic and really prioritized authenticity. So I'm excited to hear your take on that and obviously share all of your tips, but before we kick it off, can you give us a little, like, brand storytelling, founder story on how you launched your business and really stepped into the world of entrepreneurship? Oh, I would love to. One of my favorite things to do. Um, so let's see. I mean, I kind of started getting swept into the world of entrepreneurship a little bit on accident, which I feel like could happen to quite a few people. Basically, we, uh, my now husband and I had gone and traveled through Asia for six months, and we came back to Colorado, and I got a job at a restaurant, and the woman one day turned to me and pointed and said, hey, you know how to do social media and blogging, right? You should do ours. And she was referring to uh, my attempt to start a travel blog during our six months in Asia and, you know, become travel influencers and travel the world for free. And about a month in, I gave up on that because <laughs> I was like, this is taking up way too much of my time and energy. But I did tell her about that, uh, the owner of the restaurant, when I got back to Colorado. And so I agreed to start doing their social media for them and blogging and website stuff and all that different stuff and I started gaining clients pretty quickly through like word of mouth and it took a while for sure you know a good year before I finally decided to say okay let's make this biz thing legit you know but um, at that point you know I I had already learned a few lessons I was getting swept up in the whole thing and and I was really starting to get an understanding of my brand right and that's about the time that we started working together. So um, I officially named my business Feel Good Social, and it's helping down-to-earth entrepreneurs show up online in a way that feels authentic and genuine to you. Um, show up online in a way that works for you and not making you feel like you're just working for the gram, you know, all the time and stuff like that. So authenticity became a huge value in my business. Uh, just showing up online in a way without feeling like you're wasting your time or selling your soul sort of thing. So I've been doing that for years now. Um, and just recently, you know, with kind of the AI craze, I started learning a little bit more and more about AI. And I, I've got to tell you, when I first heard about AI technology, ChatGPT, all that stuff, I was like a total grandpa about it, like a total curmudgeon, you know? I was like, <laughs> isn't the internet fake enough but already? Like, you know, what's this going to do to our creativity, our originality, um, our robots going to take over the world, <laughs> you know, which is kind of melodramatic, but kind of legit at the same time. And, um, and so I was kind of, very grumpy about the whole situation and then I had this epiphany one time when I was like on a two-hour drive listening to a podcast and I was like oh I'm feeling this way about AI technology because I'm afraid of change I'm afraid of the things I can't control but it's happening mm -hmm. and you know usually when you're afraid of something new the best thing you can do is turn toward it get curious about it and learn how can I make this work for me right so that's when my sister brand authentic AI was born um, and now authentic AI kind of takes the feel-good social approach to AI technology how can we use this in a way that's 
authentic and aligned and feels good and at the same time is strategic and isn't going to waste our time learning all these new tools, you know, without actually seeing results on the back end, right? So that's kind of what I do now with authentic AI. And and now I like geek out about AI every time I have conversations about it, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think our journey is super similar and I think a lot of listeners can also relate. I mean, I've talked to my clients inside of the Academy and Roadmap to Freedom and they usually are coming from a place where they're like, I don't know where to start or I did it and it was really bad. Like the results were horrible. And I mean, I remember when... Ben, my husband, told me about ChatGPT, and he was like, oh my gosh. He's like, look what this can do. I asked it to write a blog post, and I was like, that's terrifying. Like, all authenticity is being stripped from the internet. You know, I was on, like, my high horse, but just like your story, I started to look at, like, it's not going away. It's growing. How can I use it to my benefit? And I love, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that you've really approached AI is, like, how do we train it to be our brand mini me, right? Or a team member is the way that I like to look at it. You know, like how can Mm -hmm. I make it a team member that makes me more efficient with the work that I'm doing? So can you talk just a little bit, I guess, about some of the things you've discovered that really help make AI, ChatGPT specifically, you know, understand who we are as a brand? Oh, oh yes, I will totally go off on this and forgive me if I talk forever because this is what <laughs> happens. But yeah, for sure. I've I've been there myself and I've seen so many people struggle with that of like, oh my gosh, like I, it's kind of like I've had, that's one of those top issues or challenges with AI technology that I hear from people is like, okay, well, I'm using it, but I'm really frustrated because the results it's throwing at me don't sound like me. And it takes even more time to like go back in and try to revise it and try to get the right answer instead of like, I could have just written this blog post myself in less Mm -hmm. time. You know, like a lot of people feel that and I totally understand it. And it's because, you know, we're running into a lot of people being like AI hack pushers, you know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the people in the AI world are really focusing on the uh, software, the tech, and like how to use it, the prompts versus the user, right? So this is what I've realized often is I really love to approach AI technology with a a brand first approach, a human first approach, a user first approach, instead of the tech, right? You'll hear a lot of people being like, oh, look at my thousand prompt library for ChatGPT. And it's like, I don't need a thousand general generic prompts. I need a prompt that I will be able to customize for my brand that then will allow ChatGPT to give me the results, right? So, so the main thing when it comes to getting AI to think like your brand, sound like your brand, is to tell ChatGPT about your brand, Mm -hmm. right? And it sounds so simple, but a lot of people don't start there. You know, they'll go in and they'll be like, write me a blog post about marketing. (laughs) It's like, okay, if you want to get the most generic response ever, great, you know, but um, what is your brand's opinion when it comes to marketing? What's your brand's approach when it comes to marketing? Who are your ideal customers and what do they need to know about marketing? Let's dive deeper into the topic of marketing, like what type of, you know, all this different stuff. So the best thing you can do is give ChatGPT as many details about your brand, your personality, your values, your mission, your vision, your approach, your opinions, 
Uh, tell it who it's speaking to. If you want it to write content for you, you need to tell it about your ideal customers as well, right? And then also just try to give it as much guidance as possible. Bring your expertise to ChatGPT and allow it to do the heavy lifting for you, but from the angle of your brand, right? That's where the magic happens when it comes to using AI technology is not being like, write me a post about marketing or whatever. It's like, here is what I believe about marketing. Here's the blog post that I want to create. Here are the topics that I want to talk about in this blog post. Okay, now write me a blog post, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think you bring up a really, and I wrote down some notes because as you were talking. So here's what I think really turned me off in the beginning when I was talking to other entrepreneurs is it almost felt like they were using it as an easy out of the work, right? And that's when we were getting the most generic responses or people were like, it isn't working or you could clearly tell that that wasn't them that wrote that social media post. You know, like we're not idiots. Consumers are not idiots, especially if we've been following a brand for a period of time. We know what sounds like you and what doesn't sound like you. And so I feel like, you know, ChatGPT, even for a lot of people now, it's still like, oh, I'll just save myself a ton of time or I don't have to write copy anymore. But what you're saying is like to get the good stuff, you got to do the work. Like you have to know your brand and then be Mm -hmm. able to communicate that and articulate it. And then, yeah, it's going to save you hours upon hours, but you can't skip over that foundational stuff. So I'm interested to know, like, what was it in terms of night and day for you, like in terms of like results when you started feeding it like this good information about your brand? Oh, (laughs) so uh, I mean, just like so different, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm somewhat of a word nerd anyway, right? And so that's why like my word nerds who come to me and they're like, I don't think ChatGPT can sound like me, you know, and it's like, that's okay, right? Because you're not a basic brand. If you give ChatGPT a basic response, that's what you're going to get out of it. But you're not basic. And so um, it is funny. It takes some time for sure um, to kind of hone ChatGPT, learn how to work with it, learn what to ask, how to get it to give you what you want and whatnot. But I definitely, um, at this point, I still have never copy-pasted something word for word from ChatGPT into whatever the heck I'm sending out into the world. I have gotten very, very close, mm-hmm. which I'm very proud of, you know, because I know I've done a lot of research, I've done a lot of practice, and I've done a lot of tweaking and training ChatGPT on my brand. And so there's one, I, re- I still remember there was one social media post where I like asked ChatGPT for the what, what I wanted, and it gave me almost a perfect post and I was like so excited (laughs) because it took so long to get to that point um but you know because I use like quirky turns of phrase sometimes Mm -hmm. I have a very specific sense of humor you know um often chat gpt will take my sense of humor as like a little bit overly cheesy so I'm always telling it to dial back Mm -hmm. the cheese dial back the cheese yeah but like you know you best and like when you can have this assistant that really can't understand you and give you stuff that sounds very very similar to you like that's awesome you know and so um yeah it's taken a while uh it depends you know it depends on the prompt it depends on how you ask ChatGPT. it honestly kind of Depends on how ChatGPT is feeling that day. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten like, I love to use it for like advertising, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because I will be honest, like Facebook ads is where I, my brain just like 
just stops working. Like you asked me to write a blog post or a script or five emails and I'm like, I got this, but like an ad, I'm just like nothing. And sometimes it'll come back again and I'll give it the same information and it'll come back and just be like, totally in its own world like not listening to anything that I say and that reminds me too of just like outsourcing or hiring team like there's going to be days where like you maybe hire someone to write your copy and it's uh, mediocre because they're not feeling themselves that day and it, again it just kind of goes back to a setting our expectations because I really think that people go into using it again like it's easy it's kind of a cop out of doing some of the work but also like expecting it to be perfect every time And if it's not, they just say, oh, this doesn't work for me. And Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing from you is the consistency is important. And once you do take the time to present these details and then consistently chat with it to get Mm -hmm. to a place, like it's going to start working for you and save you a ton of time in the long run. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Like that is what a lot of people, it's a total expectations readjustment. Just what you said, right? It's like. Don't expect to just like have it fully, have a fully polished piece of copy that you're just going to throw into something like, but it is still going to save you so much time. I love using it firstly for like, um, idea, ideation, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like going back and forth and like, if, especially if there's like just something that I'm trying, I have so many ideas in my brain all the time and I'm like, I'm trying to take this giant swirling idea and put it into paper, put it onto something that like makes sense and is outlined and tangible. I love using it for that sort of stuff. Um, and I really like using it for uh, like the copy, exactly what you said, the copy that I don't necessarily, it, it's just like kind of hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you are banging your head against the wall or a keyboard or something and you're like, I just don't know what to say here. Like that's when ChatGPT can be so helpful. I found with like my online courses that I've been creating and stuff, you know, like I'm doing all of the outlining of the lessons. I'm taking all my ideas. I'm putting it in there. But then there's like just certain little sections of the course, like the wrap up, like mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end, the conclusion of every lesson and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want to like, repeat myself that's what would have stopped me from finishing my courses before right or taking forever to finish things like ChatGPT helps me actually finish things which is awesome (laughs) yeah yeah and I love this because I mean when we were originally talking about obviously authenticity with your copy because that's what we all want like we're like write stuff for me (laughs) make my life easy (laughs) but I think it's Mm -hmm. also about like how do you need to use ChatGPT for your personality? Like, how do you need to use ChatGPT in a way that's authentic to you? And I love what you're talking about, ideation. I've definitely done this. And if anyone has not done this, highly recommend. If you don't have someone that you can bounce ideas off of in person or you don't want to put your husband through it one more dang time like <laughs> I do, and you're just like, let me talk to a robot, you know, to kind of see what comes. It's really great. What are some of the ways that you've used it in your business for ideation just outside of maybe finishing a course or something? Oh, (laughs) so many things. I've used it for everything in my business nowadays. Yeah, because exactly like, especially you get to a point in your business where you know you have all the answers and you know what it should look like, but you really do need like that sounding board. Um, It can help you like, 
when it comes to the sounding board stuff, it can help you really clarify your ideas and, and it can also help you make decisions in mm. a way, right? Um, often I'll ask it for feedback. I'll ask it, you know, to play devil's advocate. I'll ask it, I'll ask it to get into my ideal customers' heads. I love using it for, um, Ooh, one of my favorite ways to use it is um, to have it brainstorm endless, endless, endless real life examples of like customer emotions and problems and challenges that they're having. And how do you say this in like a daily life relatable moment way for like sales pages or email mm-hmm. copy or whatever it is. But it's really, really awesome for helping you gain clarity and see the things that you just don't know maybe right Right. so like you relate to your ideal customers personal experiences and you try to get in their head and you try to be empathetic to them and I'm not a mother you know I work with mothers I'm not a mother and there might be some things that I don't understand about like the experience when it comes to that or just like uh (laughs) like cultural references that I just don't get sometimes (laughs) Like, ChatGPT, what the heck are people talking about when it yeah, comes to like, this? Like, what, what is happening in the world today? I love that yeah. you, maybe, I don't know how recent this was, but I saw that you used it to create, like, memes for, or, like, really funny. Because, again, you have a very quirky personality, which I've always loved about you. And, and again, another reason I wanted to interview is, like, if you can get it to work for you, then I feel like all of us will be fine. Like, I'm baseline. Like, I am so not interesting, I don't think, with, like, how I say things. It's just, like, as simple as possible. But I saw that you even used it to come up with a meme or even come up with a real idea. You know, how are you approaching it to support you in those more like mainstream or trendy ways. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know that's that's so funny. I had like um so so with ChatGPT now the premium version you can like upload images and mm-hmm. stuff and have it analyze the images. You know, this stuff is always like improving and changing every day guys so it might change by the time you're listening to this whenever it is um but I uploaded a photo of like my puppy with like next to this giant zucchini that that we got in the garden just because I had that random photo on my phone right and I was like ChatGPT help me come up with a meme you know that is funny about this photo it wasn't even a great prompt right but I'd already trained it on my brand so Mm -hmm. it knew who my audience was, what my brand is and stuff. And I was like, I think that we could label the zucchini as something funny and the puppy as something funny. Um, It was really cool because I didn't even have to describe the image, you know, ChatGPT could just see the image. Um, And it came up with, like, the zucchini was, like, the solopreneur's to-do list, you know, growing out of control. And the puppy was ChatGPT a little bit, uh, what was it? Oh, overly enthusiastic and willing to please, but... Uh, will cause chaos if not properly trained. Yeah. I was like, ChatGPT, you are hilarious, dude. Like, that is so smart. And that's like totally my sense of humor. And, um, and yeah, and so it was great in that way where it's like, that's not something that I would have ever thought of off the top of my head, but it worked, right? So, um, yeah, I've just been using it for like, everyday moments and just like making things happen more quickly you know especially that sort of thing like that's a real well first I never would have created that (laughs) real or meme you know without ChatGPT's help and suggestions but like I I spend way too much time trying to 
create content that is just gone in an instant anyway, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like social media like that or or if you're ever just like you know something's there, you know an idea's there. It's like also I've used it for trying to remember that word that I just can't remember. <laughs> you know, like describe it to ChatGPT and it'll help me remember things like that. So it is really cool to use for like big picture stuff, but also for like the small stuff. Um and especially the best one of the best ways you can use it is to break through any blocks that ever pop up for you, right? Like that's how I get things done so quickly nowadays in my business. Like and you know, I, I've heard people kind of hating on those AI folks who are like, create a course in five days. Like I've <laughs> you don't know how many emails I've gotten from people being like uh, if it only takes you five days to create a course, then it's not worth it, right? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. Like, if someone's just going to AI technology and being like, um, create me a course, like, that's generic. Like, a generic course in five days is not going to work well. But if you're bringing your own expertise to ChatGPT and having it help you get things done more quickly, but in your own way, that's, like, when the momentum really happens. As you know, here at Brand Mary, I am obsessed with teaching you how to share your story online, highlight your client stories, and build the deeper connection with your audience. That's why I'm so excited to share with you that I am launching a new digital storytelling course. It is a new course designed to elevate your content, build deeper connections, and convert more dream clients through the power of storytelling. And while we will touch on your brand story, because that is such an important part of the storytelling process, this course is really about the stories you integrate in your marketing. How do you tell better stories? Through your photography, through your content, through your short-form video, think reels and TikToks. How do you use this powerful practice to attract your dream clients, build community, and increase your sales. Inside of this program, you're going to learn so much about story structure, how to craft your stories and your content, how to discover different types of stories that every entrepreneur needs to know, how to continuously find your stories in those key micro moments of your life, and really understand what makes a great story and the digital age. Now, doors will be opening soon, but right now you can go join the waitlist and get in on a bunch of perks if you go to brandmary.com slash story. That's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y dot com slash story. I can't wait to see you inside. I think I might have taken on a tangent there. but No, no, it's perfect because it goes back to kind of what we were talking about, right? Like you can use it to spit out information that's probably not going to get you further ahead, right? You're going to spend more time editing it or critiquing it or it's going to sound like everybody else. But you can also just go that extra step to let it know who you are, your ideal customer, your brand. And then, yes, you might be able to create an outline for a course in five minutes that is very much aligned to you, to you. You know, I've used it so many times because, you know, I love SEO. <laughs> love me some SEO. Mm-hmm. Love using Pinterest. I use YouTube. Again, I have the original content. I've written that. I've said it, you know, but 
I don't want to sit there for an hour and be like, what's a good title for the blog? What's a good title for Pinterest? I can put in my original copy and I can say, now help me pull out these pieces. Um, And I've really Mm -hmm. been using it, you know, kind of to piggyback off what we talk about in terms of efficiency, because you know how I feel about efficiency. Um, But I've been using it to take, you know, emails that I write that again, are me on my back porch writing a really heartfelt email and say, all right, pull out three quotes that I can post on social media, direct copy, make me a carousel. And like, do you know how much time is saved when I do that? And and to me, that's like one of the most authentic ways to use it because you're really just hiring ChatGPT to get you some marketing tools. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that's one of the best ways to train ChatGPT on your brand voice as Ooh, well. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so like... You know, you can definitely, if you don't feel comfortable in your brand voice, then you can definitely like go through the process of honing it, describing the way that you want ChatGPT to write, the writing style mm-hmm. and tone and all that stuff, friendly, conversational, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are very comfortable with your own brand voice and your writing style and all that stuff, and or, you know, if you have a podcast and you have transcripts and you have a specific way of talking and that's more comfortable or whatever it is, you can throw that into ChatGPT, have it analyze your brand voice for you and then replicate it in that mm-hmm. way. That's definitely one of the best ways to work with ChatGPT just in general is uh, sharing examples of it uh, or of whatever you want with it and then having it do more in a similar style to that, right? Mm. So that's actually another way that I'll get it to sound like me to help me write specific types of copy or whatever it is, is, you know, I'll I'll pick out, like, single sentences out of what it throws at me and or, like, if I just have a sentence, if I know what I want to say but it's, like, not quite right, I'll say, uh, brainstorm more ways to say this and I'll put mm-hmm. copy-paste whatever it is in quotation marks and then it can help me you know, come up with different ways to say that. And it's like for different analogies or different, that's another way to do like the memes or cultural references Mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we keep talking about training chat GPT and I know we're going to have people listening are like, what does that mean? You know, (laughs) and we're going to share on in the show notes and in the email that that went out with this episode, your amazing resource that you've created on brand persona for chat GPT. But could you give us just kind of like a little, just a breakdown on like, what do you mean by train chat GPT? And is this something that's really only with the premium version or can we also do it on the free version? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So when I say train chat GPT, it's basically just telling chat GPT about your brand, helping it to understand your brand. And again, your ideal customers, um, not just like your brand personality, but like your brand's writing style, your vision, your values, your mission, the core of your brand. Um, so that basically helping it understand who your brand is so that it can do the best work possible for you. It's similar to training an intern, (laughs) for honest, you know, or a new team member on your brand, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, so basically, uh, when you train ChatGPT, it's like a, it's a chat window. It's a chat bot, you know, um, things are changing all the time as far as the technicalities with ChatGPT, but, Overall, you open up a chat window, you tell 
you train ChatGPT on your brand, you tell it everything it needs to know about your brand, and then it can understand that and you can keep having a conversation within the same window um, and it will be able to give you better responses within that window. Mm. This is something that you can definitely do for with the free version or the paid version. Uh, the free version is just trained on less data points, so it doesn't know quite as much um, as far as critical thinking skills and all the different stuff. It also isn't as up-to-date as the premium version, so it has a data set of up to 2022 at some point at this the point of this recording um that could be changing too but you know just know that if you're using the free version it probably won't give you as thoughtful or personalized um responses and or like the critical thinking skills aren't quite as great with the free version mm -hmm. it also can't access like the internet or give you as updated responses right but you can still train it on your brand um, and I've had lots of students tell me, I actually had one student be like, I like the free version better. And I was like, oh, why is that? And she's like, well, I trained it on my brand voice with your course. And I was so like, and you didn't do Oh, because she has actually two accounts. She has a premium account that she uses for one job, and then she has the free account. So I was like, okay, well, try training the premium version on your voice too, and then we'll see what happens, you know. But um, the free version is amazing. And if you've never used... AI technology, you'll hop into the free version of ChatGPT and be like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, the premium version is great um, and it has more capabilities and I think it's worth it, but you know, you can, you can test out which is best for you and see, see what works the best and what you like the best. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't have the premium. I have the free, just so everyone knows. And I would say definitely if you're using it for like repurposing or pulling from existing copy, like you'll probably be pretty golden. But I have been really interested in the premium because, and tell me if I'm wrong here, you basically can feed it information about your brand and you don't have to feed it again. Uh, it kind of knows. Or do you have to still feed it every time? Okay. Okay. So... Here's a, we're about to get super nerdy and technical. Love it. ChatGPT guys. Okay. So, uh, okay. So within the free and the premium version of ChatGPT, there is something called custom instructions. So this is actually mm -hmm. something I do uh, teach in the brand persona mini course, but basically you can, um, tell all the information about your brand in the custom instructions to ChatGPT. It's a setting that just stays the same. And then every conversation that you open up is, it should technically know right. all this stuff about your brand already, right? And it does, it does. Um, and it's hilarious because since I, when I first created my course, custom instructions worked great. Every time I opened up ChatGPT, it would give me responses in my brand voice and it would know everything about my brand already and stuff. Um, it has gone through several updates since then um, and the custom instructions still work, but you do have to keep reminding GBT sometimes like, Use right. my brand voice, you know, all the different stuff. But definitely the free version or the premium version has the custom instructions. I definitely recommend setting those up for your brand just so that you don't have to continue giving it the same information, same information for every conversation that you start. Um, especially, though, when it comes to brand voice, um, if you are having it specifically write copy for you, like if I'm just outlining ideas, if I'm just going back and forth using it as a sounding word, I don't necessarily care if the responses, the way it talks to mm -hmm. me, sound like me. 
But if I want it to write copy for me, I will definitely remind it to use my brand voice for Feel Good Social. Um, If I really care about it, I will use a window that I trained it, my brand voice within of ChatGPT, right? Because that'll give you the best responses. And that's when I put in my old captions and I haven't analyzed them and then it really understands my brand voice and stuff. But, um, yeah, like that can be available for both the free version and the paid version of ChatGPT. The biggest thing too about the premium version of ChatGPT is, I mean, it can access the internet. It can access specific plugins for SEO and whatnot. Also, Mm -hmm. it, um, will allow you to put, more data into it before it gets tired. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it gets exhausted. It does. It's done enough. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. There's like, uh, this is getting super nerdy, but there's things called tokens. It's basically character mm-hmm. count for the entire conversation. So you can, you actually with the premium version of ChatGPT now, you could p- copy paste a short novel into the chat window wow. and it can read that within yeah. a sentence. Within seconds. Um, The free version, you can't do that. You can't put that much information into it. And then the conversations can last for longer periods of time, longer data back and forth before it does get, it does get tired. It's like kind of hilarious to like, to really start using this and be like, ChatGPT, you're be, you're getting exhausted. It'll be like, I'm, I'm sorry, Kinsey. I'm like, okay, well, I'll start a new conversation. It's fine. I've been cut off with my blogs because we all know I'm long-winded and I will put blogs in there or transcripts in there and it's like too long to analyze. And I'm like, come on. So maybe I need the premium. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was all like, that's some stuff that I didn't even know that I think is just going to make life so much easier. And like, I just really want to reiterate copy for me has always been the very controversial one, right? Because like I said in the beginning, and as somebody who really believes in like creating an authentic brand, which I know you do as well, like this can work for you and it really can, um, you know, A, increase engagement and increase conversions and your output, right? Especially when you're talking social media and you have to create more content for those different platforms, But please, 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 this is me like begging, like take the time to train it like you're saying and know these fundamentals of your brand or you are really setting yourself up for A, wasting time, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to have to edit everything or B, just sounding like everyone else, which is not what we're going for here. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and you know, and another thing I always remind people to is like always run what it gives you through the filter of your brand on the back end as well, right? Like, we can tell it everything that we need to know, like, it needs to know about your brand, and then whatever it gives you, it's always so important to, like, think about that and be like, okay, what does my brand feel about this? What does my brand think about this? What what tips would my brand share for this? What is my brand's approach to this, right? Mm-hmm. And and you can go back and forth with ChatGPT and tell it, you know, okay, well, this, what about this? Or my brand thinks of it in the opposite way, actually, or whatever it is. But like, you are the gatekeeper of your mm-hmm. brand or whatever. It, you know, you, it's up to you to maintain your own brand's authenticity and you do have that control. And so, just making sure that you are always, that you're always having a human element to this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, another fun way people have been using it that I love too is like, you can actually set up an automation with uh, with Zapier and <laughs> ChatGPT mm-hmm. where it's like, 
it will draft responses for your to for to emails that people send you you know what i mean and you can have that fully automated um and you could even just have ChatGPT send a response like <laughs> to yeah. the person um but what i recommend and what most people do is just having ChatGPT draft up a draft response and then you just go in and check it and then you can change things up and hit send if you want to and stuff but just always making sure that you have that human gatekeeper so that you're not just allowing ai to fully run your brand but right yeah <laughs> it's a recipe for a disaster yeah um i love what you said about filter and this is something i've talked about before like run it through your brand filter mm-hmm. and so you know just going back to what I say all the time at Brand Mary and on the podcast is like, you really have to know your brand. Like you really need to have this foundation set for these amazing tools to work for you. It's the same that we talk about, like you want great content. Well, you need to know what you want to talk about and like who you are and your stories and all of those different things. So I love that we have this tool Mm -hmm. that's going to really make us more efficient and, you know, maybe take a little bit of weight off of us when it comes to content creation, because we're not all copywriters and marketers. Um, And then I know, obviously, you have this amazing mini course, which we've shared the link for, um, where they can just get it and then train it really, really fast. (laughs) And they don't have to like wonder what they need to tell it. Like you've outlined all of that for them. Um, We've talked a lot about ChatGPT. Obviously, it had a freaking moment in 2023, and it's still having its moments. Um, But at the beginning, before we hit record, we were talking about just all of the AI tools now. (laughs) And I kind of want to just talk a little bit about this, you know, just piggybacking off of authenticity, because it does feel like a rat race, right? Like, oh, this new AI tool came out, and this tool came out, and like, I have to use that, I have to use that. What's your take on this? And are there any that you love to use outside of ChatGPT as well? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were laugh- We were kind of chuckling about this before we hit record because I do, I have some feelings. I have some thoughts about the AI world for sure. I mean, a lot of it, it, it in my experience, you know, it does feel, it can feel very bro culture right? Where it's just like, okay, the hacks, you know, the prompts, like, uh, use all the tools. I've definitely run into people telling me, oh, you're not using that? Oh, like, you need to be using this software and this software, guys. And there's so many different softwares out there. And like, you can't be expected to know it all or learn it all or try it all. And you shouldn't because it's just not, that's the opposite of what we're trying to achieve, right? Right. The best thing you can do is, you know, it can be so, so overwhelming. It can feel like kind of pressurized when you start to dip your toes into this AI world. And, and that's not really what, what, you want like that's not the goal so so really just try to like calm down take a deep breath and remind yourself that like you are in charge of your business and and you can use AI in the way that works best for you so that's how I like to approach it is like making AI work for you in a way that aligns Mm -hmm. with you so if you're just starting to dip your toes in the AI world I definitely recommend just starting with one piece of software one tool and one task, and one day at a time, right? Mm-hmm. So I would just start by asking, like, what is one task that I would really love help with, you know, today? Like, what, and how can I integrate an AI tool into my own workflow that I already have established, that already works for me, so that then I can, like, 
get on with my day and keep building my business yes. instead of worrying about yes. how to learn all these AI tools, getting swept up in the black hole of <laughs> AI software or tips or whatever it is. And then pretty soon you're just feeling swirled around and you've wasted so much time and like it doesn't feel aligned anymore. And it doesn't feel authentic. And you're like, what the heck am I even doing with my life? I'm just going to quit my brand. And no, I don't want that to right. happen to you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is like, and I've talked about this before where I I try not to scroll on social media, that I try and just look for the very specific thing that I need, mm -hmm. you know? So like, if I know I want to use AI for something, I'm very specific with what I'm asking. I'm not just like, how to use AI as an entrepreneur? Because it's like so much and it's overwhelming. And this is just across mm -hmm. the board. Um, but I, I agree with you in terms of ChatGPT. I think for me, it's the most uh, like comprehensive, like it allows me to use it however I want to chat with it, brainstorm, things like that. But two tools that I've been using lately that have integrated AI that I love to talk about are Descript, which I know you use Descript as well, and also Opus Clip mm. Pro, if nobody's using this. So I wanted to share this example as like, oh, I'm doing this thing already. How can I use AI to help me? And so we were already transcribing the podcast and I was, or I was writing show notes. And I was like, well, this takes me like 20 minutes to write show notes. Could I push out a whole blog post, you know, in the same amount of time? And I played with ChatGPT and it just never gave me kind of what I wanted. And I recently started using the AI feature in Descript and it like, it's like word for word, like organized as a blog post, um, which is pretty amazing if you're not using it yet. It's so good. And then the Opus Clip is a great example that I tell my academy clients, like if you're creating long form video and you want to break that up, like I don't want to go through and listen to myself talk about this topic again and have to figure out what's a good piece. You can just plug a link into Opus Clip Pro, set your branding, and it makes 30 to 60 second or 60 to 90 second clips in 10 minutes. And you can, again, go in and edit, which is amazing. But just also kind of thinking outside of the box and asking yourself, like you said, Kenzie, like, what do I need? What's going to help my current workflow? Not like, how do I add more to my plate? Because that's not what we're here to do. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, you kind of brought up a good point for me where uh, – there really are so many tools out there, um, and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of similar stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. I do think that one of the best ways you can start dabbling is try not to get overwhelmed by decision fatigue or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Go to people who you trust. Go to Michelle. Try out Opus Clip. You know, try out Descript. I totally recommend Descript as well. Um and, and and ask people what tools they are using and ask for recommendations. That's the best way to find the best tool for you. I really, really believe it because, yeah. like, yeah, it's easy to get sucked into the, the AI tool world. And and it's hard. Like, you, most, like, honestly, most of them are the same. They're fairly similar. <laughs> They're, like, with different Yeah, branding. you know, like, <laughs> it really like... is. So, like, it's, not, it's almost not even worth it to to test out different tools or anything like that. Like, that's just going to be a waste of your time. Ask people who you trust. Um, go with their recommendation. If, by chance, it isn't doing what you want it to do or it's not working for you, then that's when you can maybe try out a different tool or whatnot. But you don't have to, like, start 10 different accounts for 10 different softwares and, and try to figure out which one is best for you. Like, no, they're all pretty much the same, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
I've definitely been there in the past, but I totally take that approach now where I'm like, okay, well, this is the one that resonates with me. And it's usually from a branding approach. I'm like, which one seems the most streamlined? And then I'll try it. And if it doesn't do everything, I mean, that's how we ended up getting into ClickUp. People always ask me like, why do you love ClickUp? And it's like, each tool is going to work different for you and you're going to need it for different things. But I started in Asana. It worked in Trello. We did Notion and ClickUp worked for my mm-hmm. brain. And we didn't do that in the span of 30 days. That took kind of years for us to like dabble and play with it and kind of organically like find the tools that work for us. So we're not sharing this information to like overwhelm you. Like you have to be on ChatGPT tomorrow and you have to be mastering it and training it. Like that's not what we're here for really ask yourself, you know, how could this help me? How could this save me time? How could this get me out of my head? Because I'm, you know, like you said, hitting it on the keyboard or spinning in circles. There are these awesome tools available for you. So like I said, we're going to link Kenzie's amazing many course, which is going to help you with the whole brand persona thing. If you don't know your brand, obviously that's where I come in. So obviously Brand Mary's got tons of stuff on figuring out what your brand is. And then I freaking love that you've created this and um, you have this offer because again, so many people go in, do ChatGPT twice and they're like, it doesn't work. But it does when you change your expectations (laughs) and you know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Like you gotta handle it. (laughs) You gotta teach it what you want it to do. So yeah, so we'll we'll uh, we'll definitely be sharing that. Is there anything else that you wanted to share about AI? Oh anything man, <laughs> I know there's so many things. Okay, um, firstly, what I heard you say just like a little bit ago too, with like the software and choosing the software and stuff, and you're like, you know, it took me a few years to find ClickUp, and then we finally found the piece of software that worked for us. But but you know what I want, really want people to hear in that is that you don't let that stop you from taking action and moving forward in your business, right? Like you don't let the tools and figuring all this stuff out stop you. Like that's part of what business is and entrepreneurship is, is just taking that messy action and figuring it out as you go and what is a priority and like, it's okay. It'll all come together eventually. Right. And figuring it out. And so that's kind of, and and that's kind of the same approach to AI technology guys. It's unfolding right now. Things are changing all the time. Things are changing every day. New software is popping up. Updates are happening, all this different stuff. And like, and, and you can't, if you are trying to wait to start dipping your toes into this world for like things to be a little bit more settled, like they're not, and that's okay. And like, you're never going to, you don't have to be an AI expert to just start like getting curious about it and, and thinking, how can I help? How can I make it work for me? You know? So, so just start, just like kind of test it out. Try if you ever need, if you ever feel yourself getting swept up in the black hole of it all, like take a deep breath, reach out to me. I'll help talk you down. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's not that yeah. deep. Not but that you know, <laughs> I, um, one of those things, I, I think that this might be a good way to kind of wrap it up to like, I started authentic AI because I really wanted, I saw the potential of, Oh, like what are some tangible, easy action ways that we can do things in our business as entrepreneurs? Like ChatGPT truly is AI tools just in general truly are like that secret weapon for solopreneurs, mm-hmm. especially who are wearing all the hats, doing all the things in your business, all that stuff. Like, man, I just see the potential there for how much more we can get done while still actually finding a little wiggle room behind the scenes to enjoy our life. Right. Um, but Another big reason that I started it is because I do know it's the whole going back to 
robots are taking over the world scare, right? The Terminator future, you know, like, um, I mean, honestly, yeah. like it, it's, it's funny and it's kind of, there's some truth to it that like what this is all unfolding now and it's huge and, and AI can be used for so many great things in the world. And there are also a lot of scary things that come with this as it's unfolding. It's all happening so quickly that regulations are not keeping up with it. Law isn't keeping mm -hmm. up with it, you know, and all the different stuff. And so I really want to encourage you. You don't have to feel like you have to take on AI or join the rampage or anything like that. But the more we can all get curious about it, learn more about it, encourage others to talk about it and get curious about and learn about it, the more we'll be able to shape an authentic AI future that we want to see, you know? Mm -hmm. And and it doesn't have to mean that you have to fully become an expert or anything like that, but it's more just like, I talk to my mom about it all, my, all the time. My mom is a computer teacher in a middle school and because she's been hearing me talk about AI and we've been having conversations about it, she is now able to like talk to her teachers about it and like kind of give her own perspective about kids using AI in school and, and what does this look like and be involved in conversations more so from like a more educated, aware state. And like, that's what I really want, right? It's not like, I mean, yes, yeah. like let's learn how to make AI work for us, but it's also like, what is the AI future that we want to see and how can we not only be involved in conversations ourselves, but encourage others around us to also start getting curious and just learn what it is so that they can talk about it too. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Sharing your knowledge, sharing your story with other people, and then they're having an impact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew this was going to be a great interview, but, you know, you delivered. I love everything that you shared. And in a true, like, authentic way. Like, you didn't come in here with the the bro marketing and just rattle off a bunch of prompts. There are a bajillion prompts. There are so many. Like you guys don't need more of those. You need to know how to authentically make it work for yes. you. So to kind of wrap it up, where can everybody find you? Because I know you do all the things with podcasting. It's such your sweet spot. You have such an amazing, obviously feel good social podcast, but then we also have authentic AI, correct? Yes. Yes. So, um, exactly. The feel good social podcast, feel good social.com, uh, feel good social on Instagram. That's kind of the human side. <laughs> well, but authentic AI is human too, but, um, authentic AI for entrepreneurs podcast. Oh man, I have been loving it so much getting to geek out about, um, just AI with other down-to-earth entrepreneurs, how we are using it, what it means. My most recent episode as of this recording is actually AI and copyright. I saw Girl, that. It's yeah. a must listen for, for anyone who's using AI to create content in their business, just to be aware of the things that are happening. And you know, it's unfolding as we speak and nothing is set in stone when it comes to copyright and AI, but like, Man, it's good to it's a good lesson. Um, so, um, authentic AI for entrepreneurs podcast. If you search for that, you'll find it on any platform. And then DIY with dot AI is my URL for my website. Nice, <laughs> yeah, so that's I love where it. You can find me. I love it. You've always been, I've always loved, Kenzie's such a great brand to follow because I've seen behind the scenes. I mean, I was there when Feel Good Social launched, y'all. Like, I love, I've seen it <laughs> behind the scenes. But I love because you are a very great example of someone who really has a lot of interest in this industry. And you've done so many, I mean, you've done my branding. You know what I mean? Like, you're so talented. And so even if you just want to witness a, a brand, a person, an entrepreneur who really, like, 
owns her passions and, you know, shows up in an authentic way. Every single time you create something, I was like, makes sense. Totally makes sense. This is totally in alignment with what you do. It's just really fun to watch your journey. So I just encourage everyone to follow along with you on Instagram and just, you're just a, you're a down to earth entrepreneur. (laughs) Well, and you guys, of course, Michelle, you're such an inspiration to me, of course, and, and just have been such a huge part of my journey and, and the storytelling part of it. And uh, man, yeah, like it's, it's so fun to be here and chat with you and, and, be able to geek out about yeah authenticity and storytelling from the angle of AI as well right but thank you for having me on here (laughs) it's a pleasure it's a pleasure um and I will be talking to you soon I'm sure hey there authentic brand builder thanks for listening to today's episode I'm Michelle Knight your podcast host and founder of brandmary.com where I teach entrepreneurs how to harness the power of brand storytelling to create recurring clients and raving fans in the most authentic way possible. I'm so excited to bring you these new episodes every Thursday. You can tune in on your favorite podcast platform, or you can watch the video recording over on YouTube. Just head to brandmary.com YouTube to subscribe. And I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform as well. I have a ton of resources waiting for you on my website, brandmary.com. If you are looking to dive deeper into brand storytelling, building an authentic brand online, understanding sustainable marketing strategies, time management, and more. I have been an entrepreneur for over eight years, running my company and scaling it to multiple six figures a year and over a million dollars in revenue. So when I tell you I've got a lot of goodies waiting for you over at brandmary.com, I'm not lying. If you'd like to take our relationship a step further, you can also join my email list. At the Brand Mary community, I am sending weekly emails and tips, suggestions, things I'm seeing behind the scenes, ways for you to improve your entrepreneur journey and ultimately create your authentic brand online. In order to get join the email list, you can go to brandmary.com slash subscribe. That's brandmary.com slash subscribe to join our community. Thanks again for tuning in. I can't wait to bring you a new episode next week. As always, go out there, build your authentic brand, and own your story. Mm -hmm.